welcome to the Goofy Guy Podcast, an honest but not so serious look at Disney. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Goofy Guy Podcast. Whoop whoop. Uh, this is episode 18 of the Goofy Guy Podcast. I'm Jim Spangler. Uh, I know. Really? It, I know. 18. 18. We're almost to 20. I just can't. It's crazy. Nuh-uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's nuts. It's nuts. Um, and how we've lived with each other for that long is even more amazing, well, right? I mean, that's a different podcast. That is a different I podcast. Yeah, different that is podcast. A, that is. A, and we don't live together, just so everybody knows. But <laughs> no, we do not. No, no. We yeah. prefer to stay alive. We anyway, do. We do. Um, so anyway, hi Jim. Hi, I'm Jim Spangler, your host, the Goofy Guy, and the voice that you're hearing is my lovely friend and cohort Aww. in crime of everything Disney. Yes. Julie Flaherty. True. Hey. Hi, Jim. Hi, everyone. And that is a true statement, cohort in crime. So when you see and hear us out at Disney, just think of this um, repetitious mantra. Do they have bail money? <laughs> I, exactly. Do they have cash? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. true. And and probably the answer to that is no, because we've spent it on something else. No, no, we do not. No, not even a little. So I apologize, Kate, preemptively for April. No. no. So anyway. We will be fine. I will yes. pretend to be an adult and act uh, accordingly. Okay, I will. who are you sort fooling? Of, kind of. Who are you fooling? I'm not. I know. I'm trying to I'm trying to reassure Kate, your lovely bride, that I am not going to get you in trouble. It's not working. Yeah. Not, not even a little. Yeah. Not, no, no yeah. it's not. No, it's not. All right. Nope. So, no. I uh, tried. yeah, we did try. Hey, in this episode, we are going to talk about Star Wars colon Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> Galaxy's. How you put that was interesting. Star Wars colon. I don't I don't want to know what a Star Wars colon looks well, like. Uh, be, you know, Star it's Wars funny. Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, it's but it is. It's isn't it? It's written as Star Wars colon Galaxy's Edge. It is. Yeah. And it and is. Disney is doing that with yeah. everything now. All of their titles are something colon something else. Um I, I don't know. know. I don't know what that's all about, but um it, drama. It, yeah. Drama, Jim. It's drama. It is drama. It adds drama to the name. Anyway, most people are calling it Star Wars Land or Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Um, which is which is fair. I think that's a fair it is. that's a fair statement. Uh, and so we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about our first kind of overall view of this. This is not going to be a detailed review, but no. we are going to talk about some highlights, um, some things that we like, some things we don't, some things that we think could be better, um, you know, all of that fun stuff. And to give you some okay. suggestions if you're heading there of how to make make it a good experience for you. Yes. Um, because there are some things that you have to understand. It's It's a land like no other. Disney has never done a land like this. Um, and it right. was a huge risk. So, um, oh, oh, yeah. It could have bombed horribly, but it oh, is not. It horribly. is horribly. It's, yes. it's, no, it's great. It's a great land. I love it. And, I do too. but you have to under, going into it, you have to understand what you're going into because you're not walking into a pre existing movie. Like, if you go to Cars Land in Disneyland, you're walking into the Cars movie. Like, that's yeah. what you're doing. Um, and that's yeah. not what they did here at Galaxy's Edge. Um, and they've gotten some flack no. for that. Um, you know, they've gotten some yeah. some some negative feedback for that. Uh, but anyway, what you need to know is that 
it is the planet of Batu uh, that you're yes. going to, which is in the outer rims of the galaxy. It's in the outer edges of the galaxy, right? And you are walking into a place called Black Spire Outpost. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it is uh, it is now Disney canon. I mean, it's now Star Wars canon because, you know, it's part of the story now. But what the idea yeah. is is that you are supposed to go in and make your own adventure. You're supposed mm-hmm. to go in and be in your own movie. What do you want this to be, right? What do you want this – what do you want to do in a Star Wars movie? What do you want to accomplish? It. I mean, you can talk to stormtroopers. Yeah. You can talk to Ray. You can talk to Chewbacca. Um, you know, there's lots of there's lots going on, right? I mean, you can make your own. Yeah, there's droids all over the place. There are yeah, droids everywhere, yeah. and they're starting to have live droids around now. Um, yes. R two. You can find R two D two in the world sometimes on on Batu. Uh, so, um, it is it is really really. A new idea for theme parks. It is not a typical idea. It's not like going to Universal Studios where you go into Diagon Alley and you're walking into right. like the Harry Potter movie. Um, it is really a place right. that we've never seen that has never been in any film. And so it's it's new. It's a new concept. It's a new idea. And it was a big, big risk to do it. Well, it was. And, and when you go in, um, you can choose. Are you a first order side? Or are you a resistant side? That's exactly right. And they right. have different sides that you can pick gear. You can um, yep. be fully aligned with one side or the other. It's pretty fantastic, actually. Yeah, it's really pretty amazing, to be honest with yeah. you. And the cool thing is, is one day you could be resistance, and the next yes. day you could be first order, right? There's no rule Absolutely. that says you have to remain one or the other. Um, or you could be a spy yes. for one. Right. Yeah. You could act like you're one, but you're really spying for the. I mean, the 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 possibilities are endless of what you can do if you're into yeah. that. If you're into that role play, into that idea of wanting to live your own Disney adventure, I, Star Wars adventure. Sorry. Yes. Um. So. Yes. Um. So let's talk a little bit about it. Uh. More than what we've just done. Uh. We've said the idea is to create sure. your own adventure, which is which is a true statement. That's the reason they built it. If you talk to the Imagineers in charge of it, they will tell you that. They never meant this mm-hmm. to be a story-driven land. They meant this to be uh, you drive the story of the land. Um, so that's cool. Yes. Um, I'm going to give a bit of advice that some people may follow, some people may not follow. So there is a book called Black Spire, uh, and it is part of the Disney yes. canon, and it came out right after Galaxy's Edge opened. Uh, and so what Black Spire is, is it is the story of Black Spire up to the point where you walk into the land. So you get background history. You get why is the resistance there? Why is the First Order there? What's the purpose of all of it, right? Um, and you meet mm-hmm. the you meet the main character of the land, Vi, who uh, has been sent there to set up a new resistance headquarters. Basically, yeah, a new outpost, a new resistance outpost um, to this place that nobody cares about because it's out in the outer rims and nobody cares about it. And the reason they chose it is because the First Order would not be would not care about it because it doesn't have anything to offer. It strategically offers nothing to them. So um, I would suggest reading the book 
or even better, listen to it on audiobooks. Now, I listen to it on audiobooks, yeah. and it's actually really good. The performances are really good. Um, it is not just a person reading the dialogue off of the page the way many audiobooks are. Um, uh, it is um, is characters playing all the parts. You know, it's it's really well done. Uh, I really enjoyed it. So um, I would suggest you listen to it uh, so that you can set up that story for the land so that you know when you walk in what you're walking into. Yeah, I will tell you that I I know Jim uh, listened to the story on audio. I did not. Um, I wanted to go in with um, as a general public with no outside knowledge of it uh, and see where that took me and um, – I was enveloped from the moment I stepped into the land. So it yes. was it was pretty interesting. Yeah. Entering the land is just amazing, isn't it? I mean, it's just it so you it are is. the transition is so well done. Um Yes. Uh and I I was just shocked. And I was shocked at my emotional response to it. Yes. Like same. it was emotional same. and I did not expect yeah. that at all. Uh, because as much as I love Star Wars, I am not diehard, right? I am not either. Yeah, right? but it no. was emotional. Yeah. It was really, really cool, like really stunning. Yes, yes. And you are you are immediately transformed into Batu. I mean, you are just yeah. you are there. Yeah, and the outside yeah. world is gone. Like there is no absolutely there is no trace of the outside world anywhere. The sounds, no. the sights, the smells, all of it. You are completely on Batu, it's so cool so well done yes um and you yes. go in so if you go in through um uh the main entrance what i think they're considering the main entrance you go into the fo the forest where the resistance mm -hmm. is it's also where rise of the resistance is located now mm -hmm. i have to tell you if you didn't know rise of the resistance and that huge freaking show building is there you wouldn't know it was there it is uh -uh, it is so well hidden and so I mean, you cannot see it. It is mm -mm. amazingly done. And I can't wait. I haven't ridden it yet. I can't wait until April to yeah, ride it. Yeah. So, Julie, get ready for that 5 a.m. wake-up call because we are going to get in there <laughs> and get that done. I am going to ride that thing. Uh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, coffee. yeah. Coffee. I will need coffee. Yes, that's quite yeah. all right. We can have lots of coffee. I am with you on that. Yay. We can Yay. have lots of coffee. And if we get a later boarding pass, we can go back and go to bed. So, Yay. um Anyway, it's it's amazing, and and I thought the transition wasn't jarring at all. Like I didn't no, feel like no. I didn't feel like all of a sudden I was in one place and then I was like out of it, right? It, it was crazy. No, now, I, I mean, yeah. Go I ahead. think the transition out of it into Toy Story Land is a little more jarring. Yeah, I felt that way. I felt that way. Yeah, yeah. And so my my preferred transition was always to go through the main, what I think is considered the main entrance, not the back entrance. Right. Um, because it's just a smoother transition. The first time I walked down into to Toy Story Land, I was like, whoa, whoa, okay, all right. Yeah, okay, we're here now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're here now, exactly. <laughs> that just happened. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the scope of this land is huge. It is. It's mammoth. Like, uh -huh. I was not expecting um, how immense it truly is, and it really is. And I don't say that as, oh, God, it was so large. I mean, like, it's unbelievably um, 
themed for such a large space that it is um, awe-inspiring. Yes. I, I, that's really yeah. the only way I could put it. I was quite literally in awe around every corner. Right. And you can get lost in it. Yes. Like they've set it up so yeah. that you can just – they've set it up so you just kind of wander around. That's really kind of the purpose mm-hmm. of it, right? It's not – there are yeah. not signs that say, hey, the Millennium Falcon is over here and the – No. You know, all of that. It is really set up for you to wander around yes. and explore. Yes. It's so well done. And the first time you see that marketplace, you're like, what? Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. You are, it is just like so huge. You just – had no, I had no idea yeah. how big that building was going to be, right? How big that marketplace. From I didn't either. I a didn't size either. Standpoint. Yeah. And and yes, inside it's you know all those shops are small and cramped as they would be. Yes. Right. It's just a little marketplace. Um, right. But the structure itself is so tall. I just had no idea, and it looks mm-hmm. old. Like they did an amazing job of aging it. Right. It is. Uh, I just can't say enough about the the overwhelming um, scope of the land. It's so, you are completely in that world um, to the point where they have sound effects. So there's not, um, and we'll get into one of my complaints, but there's not music playing really. (laughs) No, But um, they have sound effects to the point where they make it sound like a spaceship is flying over. And I literally was looking up, looking for the spaceship. (laughs) Like that's how good it is and that's how immense and how, you know, huge it is in scope and how immersed you are, how immersive it is. Yes. It is so amazingly well done as far as that's concerned. Um, Now, go ahead. So I was just going to say the Black Spire Outpost. um, uh, Well, first of all, the forest. Do you want to talk about the forest first? Should we talk about the forest Uh, first? Sure. Sure. Okay. Talk about it. So the forest is – there's all sorts of sounds in it, the soundscape is so great. All sorts of animals and background mm-hmm. sound uh, that is mm-hmm. really cool. And you really struggle to go, is that real sound or is that a speakered sound or what that is? Right. Um, right. And it really is very kind of rustic. Uh, the structures to buy things are temporary, um, you know, because it's the resistance. They don't want to draw attention to themselves. So they wouldn't build exactly. big structures. Right. Um, but there are spaceships just kind of sitting around tucked in corners uh, so that they're hard to mm-hmm. see. Unless you're up on them. I love it. I, I know. Loved that. It is so cool. Uh, you know, really, really cool. And there are sound effects coming out of those spaceships too, right? Like radio broadcasts and, mm-hmm. you know, people talking. It's so amazing. So cool. Yeah, one scared the bejesus out of me. And then I'm like, <laughs> oh, no, it's coming from there. Okay. Because at first, because I heard something like, hey, and then there was some something was after that and the hay literally turned me around and I was with somebody who was in a scooter um normally she was in a scooter and we had had some scooter issues that day so when I went to turn at the hay I almost turned her all the way around so yeah (laughs) (laughs) I was like oh sorry I thought somebody was calling me and then somebody else in our party with us was like no, that's a sound effect, Julie. Calm yeah. down. Yeah, yeah that's I just like, a sound oh. effect. <laughs> okay. So the other thing is that the forest area is gorgeous. It is beautiful. Mm-hmm. The plant the plant work that they've done in there is really, really gorgeous. Um, and it's just going to get better, yes. right, as it gets bigger. It's huge as it is, but it's just going to get bigger. Yeah. Um, and they've done a really yeah. good job of making the plants look – they've chosen plants that look like maybe they're just a little 
not of earth, right? Right. You're buying it because they just are just a little bit off. They're not the typical plants that you would see. So um, they've done a really good job. And I don't know how many of those are fake and how many are real. Like I didn't do a close-up inspection of things. Um, I didn't either. But but yes, they are sculptured in such a way, and, and that can be real landscaping or, or not real landscaping, but they are sculptured in such a way that you do not, for, for any reason, you don't go, oh, yeah, we're in Florida. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's exactly right. And and so and the black yeah. spire, the whole thing is, is that there are these petrified trees, right, um, that have turned yes. into. And so there's they've, they're like rock spires now, um, these huge mm-hmm. petrified trees. Um, and the work on those is just incredible. Like mm-hmm. it is incredible. Like Disney always does great wa- rock work, but they, this is yeah. something totally beyond that. Yes. So that's yeah. very cool. Um, I, I love the forest area. I think uh, there's there's not if you're not riding Ride of the Rise of the Resistance, honestly, there's not a lot there. Right. So right. just be aware of that. There are a few kiosks to buy stuff, Resistance stuff, uh, but there's just yeah. not a lot there. Otherwise, you can buy Coke in those cute little Coke bottle things that look like you know detonators. Um, yes. You know, a fun they are little... cute. They're expensive. They're cute, but yeah. it's a it's a good take home. It is a great take home. Yeah, I took it home and gave it to a friend who's way into Star Wars, so he was very excited. Aww. Yeah, he was very excited. So, uh, but but I do love the forest area. Um, not a lot of shade for all of the plant stuff. No. Not a lot of shade happening no. there. Um, no. Nope. So nope. and then it you gets get warm. Yes, it does. <laughs> it does. Batu is warm. Ladies yes. and gentlemen, Batu yes. is warm. Um, and then there's the outpost. So you wander around, you go through the forest, and you come to the outpost. And the first thing that mm-hmm. you come to is the market, right? One side of the yes. market. And and just the immense size of that is breathtaking. And it's beautiful. And the detail, I, I like, it's overwhelming, <laughs> the detail. There's so much detail that you forget that it's detail. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it looks like it's it lived does. In. It absolutely does. It looks like it's lived yes, in. It looks it like does. people are it there does. all the time that live there. Um, you know, they've hung things up. They, mm-hmm. You know, where can I store this? Where can I put things? Uh, one of my favorite things to do was just to look up and see all the little doors that are like living spaces, right? The stairs that lead up to them. And yes. The living space is so cool. I like wanted to go up and knock on doors uh, to find out who was there. <laughs> Um, yeah, don't I'd, tempt me when we're there. Do not. Yeah, do not and, tempt and me. I'm not you suggesting that anybody yeah. do that either. Uh, but yeah, I, I wanted to do that, and um, so it it is a new world that you've never been in, but it also looks like it's been there forever. Yeah, isn't yeah. that's fair, right? I mean, absolutely. It, it looks like it's been absolutely. there just forever, like it's ancient ruins. Mm-hmm. So great, and yeah. they have this language. The uh, all over the place. It's written every place, and you can translate it. Yeah. So, like, you can on your little uh, Disney Play app, you can be in yep. Batu, and you can translate the different signage things that you see. Um, they finally had yes. to make the restroom sign actually say restroom because nobody was getting. Yes, they did. They were confusing people. <laughs> they were yes. confusing people, but yes. um, because you know. because I believe they were calling it the human waste disposal site, and. Um, People were not understanding uh, yeah. because the cast members there were told at the very beginning, do not break, do not break, and do they not don't. break character. And they will not and break And they character. will not. They have finally been reinformed to, if you see someone asking you for the restroom, just point 
point to the right way, right. use your one hand and show them where to go because they would say, you would say, I need to use the restroom. Where's the restroom or the bathroom or however you said that. And they would say the human waste disposal unit is this way. Yes, it's the truth. <laughs> Trying to train you to change and it wasn't working. Yeah, so, no, yes. it was not working. So, no. um, but you really feel like you are in a movie. I mean, I felt like I was in a movie. Yes. That's how amazing yes, it is. Absolutely. It, it was so yeah. stunning. And you have to be willing to play along. You have to yes. play along. If you so, are just going in and yeah. wandering around, you will not get the same experience. Talk to cast members. They all have their own backstory. They all will tell you yes, their do. backstory. And it's so cool yeah. to listen to their backstories. Um, it's awesome. In yes. those little shops, talk to the people that are in the little shops. There are things in that shop that are so small and minute detail that you would never notice it. And a cast yes. member can point those things out and help you enjoy it even more. Um, and they're going to ask you what your story is. So you have a choice. You can either make yes. a backstory of who you are and why you're there, or you don't have to. And um, just how much yeah, do you want to play along? When we were there, we told them we were from the um, mysterious land of Indiana, where there were no Indians. <sighs> nice. Nice. Did they even know what Indians and, were? Um. And no, I was never asked what that meant, but I was like, but there are no Indians. We are, we are native to Indiana. And, um, so a gal had asked me whether they were all as fair skinned as I was to know me as to know my skin is almost opaque. So, <laughs> yes, Yeah. So they, a lot of it, them, was, yes. it was a very a interesting discussion. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. So we had a good discussion about how ill prepared we were for the heat and the sun. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah, so they really, want to talk to you about it. Yeah, so really take yeah. your time. This is not a land that you're just going to run through. Um, I kind of feel like Toy no. Story Land is, you know, the two rides and you just kind of walk through, right? And there's a lot of detail in Toy Story Land, but you're not going to spend hours in Toy Story Land. You're just not. Um, do get an adult beverage at Andy's Toy Box and one of the wonderful pastry treats there. But uh, otherwise, you know, you're going to ride Slinky Dog. You're going to ride the... Uh, flying saucers. Um, you're going to look, think everything's cute. You may do, um, you know, the, uh, what am I, what, what, what am I looking for, Julie? What's the other ride? I don't, I don't know which one you're talking about. So, okay. uh, Slinky Dog, your Toy Story. It's Toy Story um, Mania. God, I couldn't uh, get yeah. Toy Story Mania. Yeah. Wow. We'll see if I yeah. edit that out. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <Yeah>. I'm here. <laughs> Um, he had his moment for the week, everyone. That, that was, was his moment. That was yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, I try to tell people if if you're with if you're with small children, um, Toy Story Land is the land for them, and Star Wars is the land for you. Yeah, so, that's um, true. That's kind of how I equate it. Yeah, that's true. So let's um, get let's... one of my favorite. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that's okay. Go ahead. That's okay. I was gonna say. Let's... I was gonna say it's just that my. <laughs> You go. I'll shut up. You go. <laughs> I was just going to say that um, it's one of the favorite ways that I have to describe it to adults who have never been. You're going to spend the same amount of time in Toy Story Land with your children as your children will spend with you in Star Wars. So that's right. That's exactly that's that's actually good. That's actually a good, um, good advice. Uh, so yeah. in. So at Galaxy's Edge, one of the things besides Rise of the Resistance, which we've talked about uh, in past episodes, and when we go in April, we'll talk a lot more about it. Um, one of the things is that uh, is is the Smuggler's Run, 
uh, attraction, yes. right? So now the cool thing about this is yes. that there is a full-size Millennium Falcon, like real life-size mm-hmm. Millennium Falcon, and grown men have cried when they see it. Literally, um, mine might have been one of them. Yeah, yeah. Literally, grown men have cried mm-hmm. uh, when they see it. I did not because I d- have never been one that was like, "Oh, I'd like to fly the Millennium Falcon." I never because I just didn't think that oh. way, right? I was like, "It's a movie," and that's you know, I just never thought that way. But it is amazing. <laughs> we totally hung out with different people. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. It is yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. It is. It is. Um, and they also have Kylo Ren's ship there, which is also full yes. size, amazing. And sometimes Kylo Ren comes out of it and does a little show. It's a, yes. cheesy, it's a cheesy little show, yeah. but you know, hey, you got to do something. Uh, right. And so um, it it really spectacular the size of it. And Rise of the Resistance is a cool. Um, I mean, Smuggler's Run is a cool ride. It's gotten kind of a bad rap. It is. Um, but I think it's a really cool ride. And so what it is is that you get to fly the Millennium Falcon on a mission, right? And so yes. it is really – I found it to be very fun. I was the gunner, so I was not the pilot. Um, I was the gunner. I was in the middle section. Three. There are three uh, jobs. There's pilot, engineer, and gunner. Um, I was the gunner, which is yes. kind of in the middle uh, and there are six people mm-hmm. in each uh, Millennium Falcon. Uh, and so um, yeah. the pilots control the up and down and the left and right. And obviously the gunners are shooting and the engineers are trying to repair things as things happen. Yeah. Um, it is really a cool ride. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Yes. I, I wish people would be quiet about it not being a good ride because it really is great. Uh, what they've done is they've made this interactive simulator, basically. Is what they've done. Yes. You yeah. are literally flying. Yep. So this every thing. ride is, yeah, every ride is a little different because of that. Yeah. That's right, and it is really set up for you to, to be screaming at each other and talking, and you know, having a great time. You know, don't oh, watch, don't do that. What are you doing? Blah blah blah. Right? It's just a lot right. of fun, um, and so I really, really, really like it, and I think. Uh, I think people need to give give it more of a chance. And I think now that Rise of the Resistance is open, which is the headliner attraction, right? It's the true headliner yes. attraction. Um, it will get more love because now it is the secondary attraction, which it was always meant to be, right? It was never meant it to was. be it was. the big showstopper. Um, it just happened to be the one that they right. got finished first. So because of the complexity of Rise of the Resistance. So um, but yes. it has yes. just come out that there is a Chewbacca mode on Smuggler's Run. And what that means is <laughs> so what happens is that you go in and Hondo Anaka uh, is a smuggler and he gives you an assignment and he kind of talks you through the assignment as you're flying and stuff in the in the Millennium Falcon. Well, some people found, figured out that there is a Chewbacca mode. That if you do certain things, yes. kind of like those secret modes that you used to do for your old like Nintendo games and stuff, um, if you mm-hmm. know the right things to do, you get a you get to do Smuggler's Run, but it's just Chewbacca talking to you. So it's just all those roaring sounds trying to tell you what to do instead of that's hysterical. Hondo trying that to tell is you. hysterical. Yeah. So I um so if you look up on YouTube or you look, I mean, it's out there. You can find out what the pattern is that you have yeah. to do uh, to get it. Um, the guys at WDW Today said that 
while they like that they know about that mode, they're concerned that that's going to become a thing where if you want to do it, the cast member's just going to have to turn it on now because people are going to be asking, how do I get the Chewbacca mode? How do I get the Chewy mode? How do I, you know? Uh, And so it'll just become where there's just a button that the cast members press to do it, right? Because it'll become just a big thing happening. Um, I I personally am not sure that I'd like it because Chewy can't really communicate with me. I don't really understand Chewy to tell me what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. So, and, and Hondo does a lot of telling you what to do. But anyway, I thought... Oh, he talks you through it. He talks you through it because yeah. in that ride, you can have children to adults. So when I wrote it, I was, I was all the way in the back. I was an engineer and it was adorable because it was a dad and a little girl that were driving, that were piloting. And this little girl must have hit a million things and it was hysterical. Um, because dad was trying really hard to help her. And then at one point he goes, just do it, girl. You got this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it did, is so she much She did not fun. got this, but she yeah. had a blast. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't she matter. And it doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't, it doesn't yeah, make no. any difference. Um, no. I know they talked about making it interactive. Didn't matter at all. So that when you like go into the cantina, uh, which everybody needs to go into, get a reservation for the cantina. It is way Absolutely. cool. Way cool. Um, yeah. Uh, and very immersive. It's exactly what you want it to be. Um, but uh, th- so that when you were in the cantina, they would know that you had, you know, what happened uh, and they might tease you or give you a hard time if you didn't do well. or You know, I don't think any of that has actually taken place yet, though. I don't think they're actually doing it. Not to my yet. knowledge. Yeah. I haven't heard anybody have that experience yet. Um, so really great. Um, just really cool. We haven't even talked about the fact that you can build your own droid in there, that you can build your own lightsaber in there, which I understand yeah, is an amazing uh, experience. I understand it is as well. The lightsabers are expensive and they will give you a carrying case that it must stay in. Yes. Um, just to let you know, that's number one. The Droid Depot, also pretty fantastic. I know from people who've done it. Uh, those two things get booked 180 days in advance. So please book those early, early. Yeah. Early. I have news for you, Julie. I didn't book that. <laughs> I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm okay with it too. But um, yeah. I, yeah, I, I'm okay. With and it. then you got to figure out how to get that lightsaber home. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I know it comes apart without breaking it. Yeah, but yeah. it's big. Just everybody be aware. Yes, it is. It's not small. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, so yeah. let's talk very quickly because we're kind of coming to the end of the podcast. Some of the things that we don't like about the land. Um, I hate to okay. end it on a downer, but there are definitely things that I think Disney can improve on in this land. Yes. Um, and I know yes. we both have ideas about that. Uh, so one, the first thing is that the land feels a little stagnant. There's no kinetic energy in the land except for the people. Do you know what I mean by that? I do. So I do. like you have – like when you go to Adventureland, you've got uh, – things moving like there's the flying carpets that are moving and you know there are things happening yes. in there when you go to um you know Frontierland, you've got splash mountain and uh, big thunder mountain going and providing movement you know you've got the rockets and Tomorrowland going you've got you know so there's something happening in all of those lands that kind of give it a kinetic energy give it a feel of energy on its yes. own right and and galaxy's edge has none of that and i think it misses that. I think it misses that. 
Yeah, I I agree with that part because you've got everything is low to the ground. Anything that's tall is a um, a ship of some sort or rock formation or something. As you said, there's nothing really moving. What I would love to see is I know they had used the um, uh, drones yes. for the opening. Yes. If if maybe once or twice a day they flew those drones over. That's all um, it needs to that be. That looked right? like the X wing. Yeah, it's just once or twice a day. It would be that that lands parade or that lands thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think or that even would having be the neat. droids, even having more droids going around than just R two D two every once in a while going around. Right. I mean, right. It, it just needs something. something. Yeah. It needs something because yeah. it doesn't feel. It, it just doesn't have the same feeling energy-wise that other places do. Um, and so I think that's missing. I also think that they missed the boat by not having background music playing. Oh, see, I, I don't miss the music because I go to areas for that, right? Like I go to Olga's if I want to hear cantina music right? because that's where I would expect to hear it. Right, but um, think about— I, I guess I understand what you're saying. Yeah, So, but think about when you go into any of the lands at any other park. There's always background yeah. music going on, right? And it kind of puts you in the mood and in yes. the place of that location, right? Even if you're not paying attention to it, it has that mm-hmm. effect on you. And with Star Wars, like, we want that music. If I'm in a Star Wars movie and I'm making my own adventure, I want that music going on. Cause you that's want a what soundtrack. I, yeah, because yeah, that's what I hear in my head, right? That's what yeah. I want. I also think we have an emotional attachment to that music, we are attached yeah. to that John Williams score. Everybody, you know, the Absolutely. beginning of that, the beginning of every Star Wars movie, you just know what it's going to be, and uh, it's incredible. And it doesn't have to be the John Williams score, but it can be in the flavor of that, right? It can be specific. I mean, to, they own it, right? Yeah, they do. They do. <laughs> but it could be specific to Batu. Uh, without being the exact yeah. score, right? And I just think it misses it. Exactly. I th- I think it needs it. I think it will. I think it will just add more heart to the area. I think you will be more invested in it by having that music going on. I see on. what you're saying. Um, and so, uh, you know, I I think that's, um, you know, Dusty Sage talks about that. There's no, there's no tug of the heart in Batu, right? There's nothing tugging at your heart. And I think it needs that. I agree with him on that. I think it really needs uh, that added soundscape to it, right? Hmm. And it wouldn't cost a lot. It wouldn't be hard to do. I mean, you've already got great sound effects going on with, with, you know, beasts and animals in the forest and with spaceships going overhead and such. Just add—it doesn't even have to be loud. Just add a little music to the background. I really think it needs it. Sure. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything to add to that? Do you have any other ideas of, of things that maybe you might change and fix? Um, I, You know, I I love the cast member changes that have happened, and I think that has helped um, for me personally. Uh, the cast members are more apt to come up and, and have a conversation with you where you don't feel like you are invading a space that you're – if you're not quite the Star Wars fan – um, uh, that you have to learn more yeah. about it. Uh, yeah. I think that's been a good change. Having said that, um, I also think that there should be 
maybe a, a small way for those of us who are not avid Star Wars people to learn a little more about it somehow, some way, without feeling like we're a foreigner in a strange land, so to speak. Yeah, so, yeah, I agree with that. Um, I agree with that. Totally. I'm just not sure what that would look like. What that yeah. would look like. Yeah, I, don't I totally know. agree with that. So. I agree that I think that the fact that the cast members now will talk to you, that you don't have to necessarily directly engage with them, uh, helps right. tremendously. It does help. I, it does help. Yeah. I think they've, they've learned to hone in on those people who look a little lost. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't know any of those people. Would you know those people? No. I would never know any of those people. No. Uh, no. Yeah, but I so. totally agree. I totally agree. All right. So, um, so I, yeah. yeah. I, don't get us wrong, ladies and gentlemen. We love Galaxy's Edge, and we think everybody should Absolutely. go experience it. It is beautiful. It is yes. amazing. It is a feat yes. of imagineering that we have never seen. Um, and so no. uh, it is worth every moment that you can get down there to get it every penny that you pay it's worth it it pays off definitely yes yeah and every and and it has a couple of my favorite shops in the world there yes for disney world itself i agree there because they're so unusual so there you go yeah we didn't even talk about anything detailed like that we didn't talk about the cantina or the den of antiquities or you know we haven't talked about any of that the Uh, toys the toy shop oh my god i love the toy shop love the toy shop i know yeah so good they've got some great stuff or the pet store right the plush i know oh so good um so that'll just be for another episode you know, maybe when we're maybe we'll All do right. some live streaming when we're there. I'm sure we'll do some live streaming. When what? We're there, but, no. Uh, yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, as we get closer, we'll talk. To, we'll talk about that. But I think that's yeah. it. That's good. Hey, do you know what time it is? What time is it? It's time for Where's Julie? Where <gasps> in the what? world Where's is Julie? Julie this time? <laughs> That's cute. Okay. So for this week's Where's Julie, we're going to do a really, really brief, and I mean super brief, Yeah, because we've already, about what we've already to gone wear. a little long today. So, <laughs> Yeah, what to wear to Disney parks. And what I mean about what to wear to Disney parks, I mean street clothes. Like, what do you wear to Disney parks? So, you know, First we've of all, done please a real brief clothes. chat about... Yeah, wear clothes. If you don't, they're not going to let, let you in. They're not going to let you in. So, um, no. We've talked about shoes briefly. Please wear yes. comfortable, nice socks. Socks are a big yes. deal. Yes, and right? moisture wicking. If you can get yes. moisture wicking socks, yes. get those. Absolutely. Make sure you have shorts. Jean shorts are probably a bad idea. Yes, they are. <laughs> because if they get wet. Let me say that again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Jean shorts are a bad idea. Yeah. 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 I agree. So shorts, um, loose-fitting, dry, uh, quick-dry pants. Loose-fitting, dry, yes. quick shorts. pants. Um, yeah, shorts, preferably. Um, my husband is a cargo pant guy. He's got a couple pairs of really lightweight, quick-dry pants that he does wear at night because it can get chilly. Um, you're going to want a, a sweatshirt uh, just in case it gets chilly at night. Um Light colored shirts. I know. Light colored shirts are a good it's thing true. because the sun, people, the sun is real. And it is right? hot. Um, yeah. So I have been a fool who has worn a black shirt during the day and oh, regretted it. Bad choice. Bad choice. Light bad colored choices. clothing. 
Yeah. Right? Light colored clothing, light clothing, clothing that breathed. Yes. Cl- uh, clothing that can dry quickly because a pop-up storm will happen. It will. It will happen. It will absolutely happen. And yeah. think about if, if you're like, well, if I have to take a sweatshirt and pants because it might get cold at night, you know, I don't want to have to do that. You have two options. You can either go back to the resort and change, which is not yep. – I never think that's a bad idea to take a break during the day. And go yeah. and relax, right? Sit by the pool, take a nap in the air conditioning, whatever you need to do to refresh yourself. Um, I always think that's right. – especially if you have kids, I always think that's a great idea. Yes. So you can keep Take your, a break. Yes. You can keep your jeans and sweatshirts at the hotel. If you are a dawn-to-dusk yes. person, there are lockers that you can keep yes. your extra stuff in um, that you can rent. So use that. You know, you don't have to yeah. carry it around all day. It doesn't put, have to be in your bag all day. Put it in a backpack and have your park backpack and have your clothes backpack and That's put it right. in a locker. That's yeah. exactly right. Yep. Yep. That's exactly right. So um, honestly, the key is if you've got children, you're going to want an extra change of clothes anyway because yes. kids get sticky quick at a park. It yep. Sticky happens. Yep. And accidents um, happen. To the best of us. Yeah. To the best of us. So um, it's just a real brief chat about. You know, wear light clothes, wear uh, light colored clothes, wear loose fitting clothes. Try not to wear anything too tight because you will sweat through that bad boy. Yep. Um, yeah, it's, it's gross, true. man. It's um, true. That's all good. Yeah. Wear moisture wicking socks if you can. Uh, uh, comfortable shoes yep. we've talked about. Um, and right. and a hat. Yes. If you are follically hat. challenged, as I am. <laughs> Even if you are, are you? not follically challenged, <laughs> a hat. The yes. sun is brutal. I'm uh-huh. telling you, sunscreen is a must. You have to have sunscreen. Yes. Um, and yes. it is it is real, ladies and gentlemen. It is real. Yeah. Uh, and, so and we will talk more about what we pack in our backpacks, like really truly packing yeah. that at another yeah. time. That's yeah. a topic for another time. But um, I am not one to don a hat very often because of how I look in them. But I have three different Disney hats that I take with me. Um, I tend to be called Sir when I wear a hat. So um, I just don't wear them very often. But I wear them there because yeah. I, I need to keep yeah. the sun off my face. That's so exactly right. That, that is that. exactly right. So that's right. Where's Julie? Yeah, I love that. That where's was a great Julie? Where's Julie. Great advice. Great, great topic. And like dun, you said, dun, we'll, we'll talk about our what we carry in our park bag uh, a different time, but what kind of clothing to take? Yes. Also, remember to take. If you plan to eat someplace nice, you might want to take something nice to wear, right? You might want to take. Yeah, a, if you're a dawn to dusk person, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, now, all of the parks, all of the restaurants expect you to be in park wear. Like you don't have to dress up for them, right? Uh, so, like right. if you're at Epcot, right. you don't have to dress up for those restaurants because they expect you to be in what you wear for the park. But if you're going to the California yeah. Grill. Or if you're going to Victoria, well, if you're going to Victoria and Albert's, gentlemen have to wear a jacket. You have no choice. Yes, they um, do, you and you to need to call Julie because she wants to go with you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So know about those two, those things too, right? If you have something special happening, right. you might need um, some extra things to uh, be dressed appropriately for those. Yes. So you know, if yeah. you're going to the yachtsman, you're not wanting to wear cut off shorts and a t-shirt you know you're wanting to wear something a little nope. nicer but i'm assuming you're going to plan for that so anyway yes. that's a great that is a great where's julie i love that that uh tip uh and information good good you're job welcome. having a week off Thanks. helped you came up with a good one 
Look at me go. Look at you go. (laughs) I love it. It's awesome. It's awesome. Well, I think that's it uh, for this week. If you want to get a hold of me, uh, there's a really easy way to do it. You can either email me at jim at thegoofyguy.com or you can find me on Pinterest, Twitter, and uh, Instagram. I am the Goofy Guy blog on those, and I'm the Goofy Guy on Facebook. And always, you can go to thegoofyguy.com and reach me there. That's actually the preferred method. Sign up for the newsletter so you can keep up to date with what's happening at the Goofy Guy blog and what and what we're up to, because uh, we try to keep that up to date uh, as we go. So there's yeah. that. Julie, where can they find you? They can find me at cftravelco.com. That's crazy, crazy for, for travel. travel. Love it. <laughs> Dot com. Um, you will find me. You can chat with me online if you choose to do that or send me a quick email. I will respond to you accordingly. That's yeah. the best way to get a hold of me. And that chat goes directly to you, right? It's not some. It does. Go straight to my little phone. Yeah, it's not somebody else. So give her a second to answer. Don't yes, don't do it and then hang up. Please give her a few minutes because it takes a little bit of time for it to <laughs> get there. That makes me a little angry when you hang up before I can get to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, also, if you would go to Apple Podcast and leave us a five-star rating, we would really appreciate yes. it, and a review so that other people can find it, other people that love Disney and want to talk about it and learn and laugh and have fun because, as we say, it's a, it's a uh, not-so-serious look at Disney. We try to make it fun for everyone. We may not be everybody's cup of tea. I think we should be, but and we okay. may not, and that's okay. Uh, but please spread the word uh, and do that uh, through telling your friends and also through the rating and review. We really appreciate it. Do all the things. Go all do the things. all the things like yeah. we tell you to do. do yeah. And have you been to Galaxy's Edge? Let us know what you thought about yeah. it. Leave a comment uh, and let us know what you think of Galaxy's Edge. Is there anything that you would change? Anything that you would add or maybe even take away? From Galaxy's Edge. We would love to hear that. And also, do you have a clothing tip? Something that you take every time that is a lifesaver for you as far as clothes are concerned? Uh, Please let us know. We'll share that on the air so that everybody can learn from it because I know um, that's part of what we're trying to do. So... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. I think we're done. Yay. Yay. Thanks so so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, Say goodbye, Julie. Bye, Julie. And we will talk to you later.